Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Community Connections podcast. In addition to last week's episode regarding the Health Equity Conference, we had a, a further and more extended conversation about diversity, equity, inclusion work of Dr. Patricia Smyre. And so we wanted to put that together for you all to, to learn more about her work and her role. So thank you again for listening. And please continue to, to check out our episodes that come out each week. I am the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Officer for the City of Lexington. My job is really to focus on the impact of the behaviors one does within the environment. I don't do a lot of talking about intent because it's it's, it's very impossible, next to impossible, to prove a person's intent. But what we can do is observe behaviors and actions because we can recall those things. We can talk about how that felt. And we can look and see how those violate different types of laws and policies and procedures. I have four distinct departments within my department in which I view. The internal, the external, the Human Relations Commission, and of course, Title VI. When you think about the internal, my mission is to remove equity equity barriers while fostering an inclusive, diverse, and fair working environment where all employees want to bring their authentic selves to work. I do this by following my DEI guiding principles, which is first develop shared common language, normalizing the conversation around equity, race, and justice. I believe to foster a culture of humility. I recognize that I do not know everything about a person, but I am so willing to learn. And that is what we want to do within our, within our environment is take time to learn each other. Another guiding principle is to commit to being truthful and transparent in doing this work. It is so so vitally important to be open and transparent in what we're doing, to collaborate with community partners such as yourselves, because I recognize that we are better together and focus on the barriers to equity, being willing to see through different lenses by having courageous conversations and giving space for grace while holding individuals accountable to their actions. When you look at the external role, it is to be a resource to introduce and bring awareness for solutions of closing equity gaps within our community. My role is to build a community that is safe and welcoming uh, to live, to grow and enjoy life while closing gaps of inequity throughout our city. Therefore, I seek to help promote prosperity for all and removing barriers that would keep people from reaching those prosperous goals. And then when you look at the Human Relations Commission, our mission is to promote equality of opportunity in economics, educational, governmental, and cultural life of the community for all its residents without regard of race, creed, national origin, gender, age, physical, or intellect disabilities and to strive to eliminate those discriminations in all these areas. The Human Relations Commission brings awareness to injustice or unfair treatment within our community. And finally, Title VI, which is not often talked about, but it's really important because Title VI is to ensure that the city is in in compliance with the provisions of the Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. 
This examines accessibility for all persons, accountability and public funds expenditures, uh, economic empowerment, environmental justice, infrastructure development, and much, much more. Well, Dr. Smyer, thank you so much for sharing more about the scope of your work. And uh, you're just on the other side of six months here in our community, and everybody knows I'm a Lexington gal. Um, I would be very interested to hear just, you know, some of your impressions about uh, where we are now, because I imagine there's been an informal assessment or maybe even a formal assessment about uh, as a as a community or as a municipality, what what are some priorities in the work ahead? One of the things that um, when you're developing a diversity, equity, and inclusion department, there is no cookie cutter way to develop that department. And you may want to come in and say, "Well, I want to do all these different assessments. I want to do all these different trainings." But the first and the most important thing is to develop a strong network. And so one of my first things that I did was join GARE, which is a government alliance and racial equity network. It is a national network that allows local uh, municipalities, local government to do three important things. First, begin to normalize the conversation about race and equity. The second thing is organizing to do racial equity work. And then the last component is operationalizing by implementing our plan and visualizing the future that we will create together. And this is a process. And so to say, well, what is the top three things you wanna look at? I'm not moving beyond normalizing the conversation right now. Because until everybody can understand the value and the importance of understanding racial equity, understanding equity gaps, understanding systemic barriers. We can't even begin to initiate a formalized plan of how we're going to attack it. So whenever I share diversity, equity, inclusion work, it is a slow and methodical process. We have to be willing to take the steps to bring about an understanding with compassion. And so right now I'm still in the process of normalizing conversations around racial equity. So one of the things that I have done to start normalizing this conversation around equity and closing barriers is back in January, when we celebrated Martin Luther King, I invited different city members and community members to talk about what did it mean to have a dream of equity. The second thing I've done was we hosted the first annual banner collection recognizing African-American, Black Americans, that have lived in this community that accomplished some amazing things as the first, such as Honorable Rosalind Baker, Chief of Police Leroy Pearson, Chief of Fire Thad Dickerson, Dr. Lacey Cable as being the first medical dentist, Reverend Arnetta Beverly being the first city council member, the historic renaming of Martin Luther King Boulevard, uh, recognizing the founders of the NAACP and other pivotal faith leaders taking time to normalize this conversation and celebrating the different impacts that this community has seen and experienced is so important. I also participated in the multi-festival con conference as well as the Juneteenth. Taking time to expand through normalizing conversations 
and helping to show where systemic barriers come into place. That is one of the main purposes of this health equity conference, which will be in August. 